First Off, all the news you need to start your day. Good morning, you're listening to News Talk with me, Shane Beatty. It's Wednesday, October 25th. I hope you're well. Coming up. When you say those terrible words that these heinous attacks did not happen in a vacuum, you are tolerating terrorism. Israel calls on UN boss to resign and number of hap properties across the country falls. Plus we'll have all the other news making the headlines and the latest in sport and entertainment. But first up this morning, Israel's ambassador to the UN has called on its secretary general to resign. Antonio Guterres has criticised what he calls clear violations of international humanitarian law in Gaza. The Israeli military says it's trying to avoid civilian casualties but will not stop targeting Hamas. Gilan Erdan accused Antonio Guterres of downplaying the Hamas attacks against Israeli citizens earlier this month. The UN is failing and you, Mr. Secretary General, have lost all morality and impartiality. When you say those terrible words that these heinous attacks did not happen in a vacuum, you are tolerating terrorism. Admin staff within Tusla are starting industrial action today. It's in a dispute over the withdrawal of access to a job evaluation scheme which would ensure employees are only carrying out work appropriate to their grade. The Forced Trade Union says the Department of Public Expenditure is questioning the ongoing validity of the arrangement that's been in place since Tusla was formed in 2013. Forza spokesperson Lal Shanahan explains why a job evaluation scheme is so important to their members. It's possible in some instances. We had it recently in local government where because of the departure of staff over the last number of years, people were taking on the work of uh, colleagues who had left. And in some cases, that leads to a situation where the workload uh, is essentially of a more senior nature or they're taking on a greater workload. The prosecution at the Ashling Murphy murder trial will continue its case this morning. It's expected to call more witnesses in the case against 33-year-old Joseph Pushka of Lainali Grove, Mukla County Offaly, who denies murdering the school teacher on January 12, 2022 in Tullamore. News Talk's Andrew Louth reports. Yesterday, the jury heard evidence from a Garda based in Blanchardstown who said Yosef Pushka told him he was in a fight in the West Dublin town on the evening of Ashing Murphy's death. Prosecuting barrister Ms. Amory Lawler told the jury yesterday that they would hear evidence from another officer based in Blanchardstown in due course. The jury of nine men and three women also heard data which was extracted from Miss Murphy's Fitbit smartwatch. The trial continues before Mr. Justice Tony Hunt this morning. A new study on electric vehicles in Ireland has found more people are searching for EVs than actually end up buying them. The report from Dundeal found that electric vehicles had a 23% share of the demand for new cars this month, its highest level since the beginning of the year. However, around 20% of those who sought out an EV ended up not purchasing one. It had been expected that the recent rise in the cost of petrol and diesel would force drivers to adopt more eco-friendly vehicles. Motoring journalist Geraldine Herbert says Consumers see little savings when they look at their power bills. Electricity prices are so high that I'd say it's acting as a deterrent for people because they're probably battling with their own electricity bills every month or twice monthly or whatever. So the idea of then having to add a charging a car to it as well might be a concern. So I think as long as electricity prices are as high as they are, fuel prices won't have much of an impact on people moving to EVs. A much higher level of modular housing is badly needed to address the housing shortage crisis. That's according to Engineers Ireland, which says the government needs to utilise the units to meet the demand for housing around the country. Its conference in Dublin today will hear that the number of homes needed to meet the demand is 55,000 per year. 
roughly twice the state's target of around 33,000. Engineer, Ar- Engineers Ireland's Director General, Damien Owens, says the industry is ready to provide modular housing as a quick solution to a growing problem. Many of the established construction companies have started to put the facilities in place, the factories as it were, so they started to put the facilities in place to fulfil this demand and I think we'll see more and more of those coming on stream. So I think we're at the early days of this but I think they really need to ramp up quickly. Four people are still missing from a cargo ship which has sunk off Germany. The Verity was making a journey from Bremen to Immingham in Lincolnshire when it crashed into another vessel. One dead body has been recovered and two people have been rescued, while a P&O cruise ship has been helping with the rescue effort. A status yellow fog warning is in place for much of the country this morning. It's affecting all counties bar Dublin, Meath, Louth and Wicklow and is due to remain in place until 11am. Climatologist Cahill Nolan from Ireland's Weather Channel says dense fog patches are leading to poor driving conditions in some places. Certainly through the early hours of this morning, we do expect that that fog will be quite dense in places, especially more inland locations, especially so across the Midlands, maybe across the east as well. So certainly do give yourself that extra little bit of time getting to work this morning and do keep your distance, of course, and put on your fog lights when driving in any dense fog. In entertainment news, a Paris museum says it has altered a waxwork of Hollywood star Dwayne Johnson after he complained about the model's skin colour. Crevin Museum says it was fixed during the night and is a better representation of the actor. Johnson had posted a picture on Instagram saying he wanted to see improvements. And in sport, in soccer, Mikey Rowe scored directly from a corner to give Cove Ramblers a slender advantage in their first division playoff semi-final. Shane Keegan's side were 1-0 winners away to Wexford last night. Ronan Coughlin's 33rd goal of the season gave Waterford the lead away to Athlone, but they had to settle for a one-all draw. Both second legs will be played on Saturday. And that is first up for this morning. Please start your day with us again here tomorrow. In the meantime, you can check out all the news you need on Newstalk.com. 